The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep Hey everyone, this is Sarah. Hi, this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Hi, welcome. We are so glad you're here and listening. We are. We have quite a show for you today as we do <laughs> every time. God, we just keep putting these shows together. I mean, we are excellent at what we do. <laughs> we in everything sure we do in life, the hell we're are. excellent and we succeed <laughs> And yes, uh huh. I today, speaking of me being <laughs> Did you excellent, succeed it? <laughs> yeah, on my Nordic track with my iFit, <gasps> I finished my very last trek to Everest. Um, you took a trek, yeah, in Nepal? it's 18, it's 18 little workouts, and it's a trek to Everest. So there's um three iFit guides and they walk you through like walking from the town you leave and then walking to Everest to base camp. camp. Yeah. yeah. So you go through kind of what they do and they each tell a story of their own. They each have climbed Everest a few times. No. And like their life story and stuff about Everest and the towns you go through and the people. And Did you see that. any Sherpas? Yes. Sherpa <gasps> is a, yeah. a group of people. Yeah. That's like stands for Eastern people. So one of the ifit guides was a sherpa uh-huh. and then he also spoke he went to school in india and he was an engineer and he spoke like 11 languages oh my gosh. and also had climbed everest a million times right. one of the other guides was lydia brady who was in her 60s and had a hip replacement and it was mm. just healing and with her bad hip climbed everest three times and was doing these workouts with her bad hip again they're three miles up and barely any oxygen, but they're right. doing this workout and telling all these stories and talking. And I was like, oh, so, okay. I mean, this lady is kicking my ass. It's and then she hips. just she just speaks like, you know, I'm just a regular person who likes to hang out in the mountains. Like, bitch, you're not a regular no. person. You've climbed Everest like seven times and three times with a bad hip. And then the other guy, he's like, he was British and kenton cool and he had climbed everest like 14 times and he literally had just did it a few weeks ago and had it on his instagram a selfie from the top and he says sometimes i might have a limp because i fell off a mountain and broke both my ankles oh, like okay. what the hell you have shattered ankles and you're just <laughs> going ever and i can't even some days no. walk to the mailbox because no. i'm so fat and lazy and it's hot out it's hot and I complain and I mm-hmm. my gunt swings mm-hmm. from side to yes. side and knocks me off balance. <laughs> and I am the same a human as these people. And they talk about themselves like they're just regular people. No, you're not. You know what happens when regular oh. people try to climb Mount Everest? This would be us. The, the, the only things I know about Mount Everest is because I read the book Into Thin yes. Air. Um, probably 20 years ago yes. well that expedition happened in 1996 yeah so right. that would like be 11 us. died or something? yeah, yeah. Tw- plus the guy died yeah. and um 
I think the Sherpa that was with them, that was friends with Rob Hall, died too. I used to teach that book to my seniors when I... You worked at an old folks home. Worked at the old folks home. Oh my God. And then I went to the deodorant factory is what I meant to say. Yeah. But yeah, that would happen to me. I would be like, oh, I'll dry. I mean, I'll go to Mount Everest and then I'll die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll go through all the pain of getting almost to the fucking top. Yeah. And then we'll all die. Waiting in line to get to the top. Yeah. That's when they die. It was bottlenose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Die and ever well all one of them walked off the ocean mountain and never was seen from again. Yeah. And then another one showed up and his nose froze off. I, I can't did you, even. Did you see? No. He went on Oprah. Um, nope. That's I, what would happen to us. They were showing how they walk across Menards Home yeah. Depot ladders across yes. giant yep. crevasses. Yes. They were seeing what. And they have crampons. Yeah. And they just tie the ladders together with ropes. Which are not tampons. No. They're sharp. I can't even. So that I finished my treadmill version of that. But I was looking at like, these are extraordinary people. I'm so proud of you for making it to base All I had to do was just walk on a machine. Mm -hmm. And I thought, there are people doing extraordinary things. That was enough. I am very proud of you. But I finished that today, this morning. That is success. And then I did take a shower, which is also a success. Yeah, you guys, Sarah texted me earlier this morning and said something to the effect like, why do I smell like a gorilla piss? from the zoo? Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Why do I stink like gorillas at the zoo? Um, and then Tiffany replied, lack of hygiene. Yep. <laughs> and I said, I, uh, bingo, ding, ding, ding. That's it. <laughs> So, Sarah, I was pleasantly yeah. surprised when you were showering. And yeah. you look beautiful, oh, too, well. today. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Sure. You are sure welcome. So, our, we are doing... Um, oh, do we want to talk yeah, about our obsession of the week? Our sh- and we have to talk about our new Patreon. Yes, all and, that stuff. Yeah. Jamie said the um, a few days ago, too, that shit that doesn't suck is a terrible name, too, and he hates it, and it's dumb. And so I said, you already said the first name was dumb, and now you're saying this name is dumb. So I don't know what to do. Um, we can't win with James. I know. But until we find out whatever, our shit that doesn't suck, what is yours for this week? So I... Everyone knows I love Prosecco. If you listen to this podcast, yeah. you know that I'm a Prosecco girl that's basically all i drink it's either gin fizz or prosecco yep um and i also uh, i found something that is akin to prosecco but it isn't quite prosecco and it still has a fizz so if you this is for all the friends out there who like a good rosé so it comes in a can which i know is weird but it's underwood wine is what it's called. And so there are many different flavors of the Underwood wine in a can, mm-hmm. but there are a couple that have bubbles. And oh, so those yeah. are the ones that I like. Yeah. So I'm drinking right now a rosé bubble. Um, and then there's also a really good Pinot Grigio bubble. Oh, you know, and I a like Pinot Grigio. bubble. Yeah. yeah. So you have to look for the bubbles on the label because otherwise you're just getting a can of wine. But I enjoy the rosé bubble. A lot. Yeah. Well, that's good. So it's just a change up from my Prosecco, but I still get my fizz. Yeah. So I'll take a picture of it. What is that smell? Oh, is it? It's my... Well, because I think Diego did a 
big diarrhea poop down here. Oh. And I'm trying to cover up the smell with that Glade fresh thing. It just all of a sudden Yeah, it does little stink. It, it was like a mist. It's a lilac. It kind of smells oh, good. Oh, it smells lovely. Yeah. yeah. It, it just, just every once in a while wafted into my yeah. face. Okay. <laughs> so that's my shit that doesn't suck. My obsession. Yep. I've had two of them now this week. Um, and it comes in a cute can. We'll take a it's picture super of it. cute yeah. can. Yep. And it's made in Oregon. Oh, so we like for Oregon. Any of our Oregon friends, yeah. I'm drinking your Underwood. It's 11 percent alcohol too, so it oh, be, it gets you hammed. It should be good yeah. and hammered by the time the show's yeah. over. Yeah, I like that. Mine, I thought I would share. Um, I have been obviously. I listen to podcasts. That's why we were arrogant what? enough to say we can do that, yeah. and we did it. Um, uh, what well, well, you know? We're in the middle of trying. To we're do trying it, yeah. it. We're trying. Um, it. but I have been listening to fiction podcasts. Oh, so it's they're telling these fictionalized yeah. podcasts, like old time radio. You know, where you mm-hmm. get like an episode a week. Mm-hmm. And so, one I just finished is called The Lighthouse, and that was pretty good. It's about this house that is kind of haunted in a way and this woman tells her story growing up in it and being an adult and going back okay mordeo i just started that one's new pretty new i think there's only m-o-r-d-e-o mordeo okay that one just started um so there's only about three episodes i think of that one in the gray rooms are different kind of thriller stories that are fictionalized and so if you just kind of feel like something you know a story being told to you that's not exactly you know a devastating true murder or something or something terrible right you know politic politics or you know whatever and you just want want a terrible fictional yeah (laughs) those are pretty good um i again Kids kept showing up at the deodorant yeah, testing I facility. Know. Fuckers and... come in there and I say, get out of here, you fucking kids. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, children. <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> That's what I say to them. <laughs> well, to keep them busy yeah. for a few days, we listened to Mars Patel. Yeah. That, which yes. is a fiction mm-hmm. podcast. podcast. Yes. It's a good kids. one. It's a so, good one. It's a good one. The kids acted like they hated it. But I was like, well, what are you doing here? Get out then. Yeah. Well, there's no reason for you to be at a deodorant testing facility. Yeah, but they, they kept staying and they kept showing up. So yeah. they ended up listening to the whole thing and they were totally invested. Yes. By the That's end. a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. So those are a different type of podcast. Yeah. But they're I enjoy But them. every once yeah. in a while sometimes it's you want to just different. you know, spice it up mm-hmm. when you're cutting the grass because your husband just sits and plays guitar. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. I know. All right. We do have some new Patreons. I'm so excited. And again, the thought that we have any is and we have we are we are now that we have a little break from spraying mm-hmm. deodorant in our pits and in our mm-hmm. business deodorant, um, we are going to you know really try to spice it up with mm-hmm. our Patreons, you know maybe showing our faces or whatever, which is a punishment, but you know, <laughs> um, so we have 
your auntie jean auntie jean welcome and thank you she has loved us since the beginning and they're so interested my uncle even asks me he doesn't like all the swears this is my uncle who's my dad's brother so you know my dad doesn't care for the swears either but they still tolerate it but she just says she listens to it um when they're driving to their cabin and then then my uncle Terry doesn't have to hear the swears, but she just has it in her ears. You know what? Men are the ones that are the pussies. Yeah, they, they can't, can't take handle it. a woman swearing Mm-mm. or a woman talking no. out of turn. <laughs> Their hands immediately go back to do a slap, yes, do a and slap. they just a have to force it down. Slap. Yep. Oh, oh, I know. But thank you. And then Thanks, we Andy have Jean. Sherry Bourdon. Mm. Bourdon. Or Charlie Baudon. She, yeah, she sounds very yeah. French. And she is a Momoa. So what I'm going to try <gasps> to do for you is actually put a Momoa file sound in for you so we can actually hear it. You lunatics better know what you're doing. But welcome. Thank you. We are just so happy to have you. Mm-hmm. And especially at your level, we are so excited. So I'm going to be sending stickers out to you guys. And um, a special thing for Charlie Baudon. Oh, and as well for being at Momoa level, we You're are so, so good at French accent. I can't do it. Well, that's at all. because, like I said, I watch Lupin. Yes, I am obsessed on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's in French, but they dub it over, or you can read. But the French is Black Spot is also French, and that's on Netflix, and that's Black really good Spot. too. You know, um, I the French can write. Have spent the last four days watching Queer Eye. That's good too. Okay, I, I mean, I watched the first yeah. round of Queer Eye when it was on like ten years ago or whatever yeah. with Carson, and um, then this one came out, and I don't know, I like had little kids, and I just wasn't watching. I don't watch a lot of TV, so my sister and all my, you know, everyone's like, "Oh my god, this new Queer Eye is so good," and I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is," but I never watched it. Yeah. So Eloise, my nine-year-old, started watching it. And we're actually going to go to this Pride Festival yes. today after we yeah. get done recording this. So um, she's been kind of excited about it. And uh, Nut Bar, my yep. sister, is the GSA advisor at the deodorant factory that she works yeah. at. Um, so she's kind of heading this party. So we're going to go over later. Oh, but, that's fun. But Eloise... Um, was kind of like interested in it and wanted to know more about it and so she apparently had watched like several seasons of Queer Eye without yeah without me I don't know why she didn't tell me about it because she's like oh I've seen this one before I'm like when they don't care but they yeah. have their why, freaking parents sitting around why them? were you watching this without me but anyway I am obsessed now yeah. I can't I can't stop crying I cry well, you every cry all the time single what did you 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 can honestly tell me you never cried at any of them. No. You never cried when the girl's family disowned her because she said she was a lesbian and she had already been adopted by them. So her adopted family. No. If a dog dies, then I have a hard time. But with people, I just, the emotion's not there. It's just sociopath. I, I get mad. I'm mad for the girl. You didn't cry when the guy got shot and paralyzed. I didn't see and that one. And saw and went face to face with the guy who shot him. Well, I didn't see that Okay, one. well, watch that one. And I dare you not to cry. Phil and I were bawling like babies. Well, bawling. I, I just, 
I don't know. Okay, I love them. I love every single one of them. I already loved JVN, but I just love that show now. Yeah, but you remember when you were pregnant and you cried at commercials constantly and you cried all day long? Yeah. Well, I can't help it. You just cried. And then there would be like a commercial about toilet cleaners and you no, cry it was the google commercial do you oh, remember that one yeah when the mom yes. died and the daughter went to college that co- yeah that and they one. were face you did write us how you cried hysterically at that. oh my god i was dead that was devastated devastating to me but it's still i'm gonna post it on our facebook yeah. page you Ooh. cry she does cry I do she's cry. a crier i know that my me crying is not a good gauge of what's happy or right. sad but i yeah, it's very emotional. And I am sorry, Queer Eye number two, that I was five years late to the That's party. Right. But I'm on board now and I love it. They don't care. They just want I know, they to don't watch care. They whenever. They just want money. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We did our beginning thing. So now it's time for our show. Correct? Yes. Correct. We went our back. Begin- <laughs> our, beginning our beginning thing things. is done. We watched a fatal vows. Mm-hmm. So again, this whole show, which is multiple seasons, is about spouses killing their spouse. Mm-hmm. How? How do you have multiple different shows about you killing your spouse? I don't know. I don't understand why you don't just pack your bags and you just go and say fuck you. Because today I asked my husband to get the dirty towels the pool towels out of the back of the van sure and he said um is it in park and i said yes phil it's in park and he's like okay i'm just making sure because the life insurance i don't know if if we've had it and i was like oh my god you're worth a million dollars to me philip and i'm just gonna oops back on over your ass um does he think a car can take him down? Doesn't he think he would be able to lift the car <laughs> lift up? it up with one yeah. hand. And just throw and it like, like the bitch, Hulk? Bitch, yeah. nice try. Yeah, nice try, bitch. <laughs> There's no way a car could take down Phil. Oh, Correct. my God. Correct. This Fatal Vows is season one, episode seven, called mm-hmm. Your Cheatin' Heart. Your Cheatin' yes. Heart. And it's a shit show. From start oh to my finish. god, it's a shit show. It's a never ending shit show. I had one scream laugh. Yeah. One scream out loud yes. laugh. Yeah. And then the rest was just like, oh Pure my god. Yeah. Violent anger yeah. Yep. was me at the end. Yes. Oh, yes. It's t- it takes place in Wales. And whenever I hear Wales, I always think of Charles and Diana, Prince and Princess of Wales. Mm-hmm. He's still a Prince of Wales, even though does Camilla have that title? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. really get the titles, but and then I heard Charles is trying to give Camilla the title of queen when he becomes king. I don't know. I guess he could do that. You're king. You can do but whatever. Prince but Philip never got to be the king. No, he got it. He he was he was bitch boy because Lilybet yeah. was never down for that. No, she wasn't. But I think that was the rules of the time. I don't know. But she could have changed it. She She's fucking queen. It. She changed something. She did change something so that. Sh- Charlotte is now in the running. So it she changed because it would have just been the two boys, Louis and George yeah. King, and Charlotte would have not, but she changed it so Charlotte would Could be also be in the succession. After, yes, Charlotte's in it. So that's new because her daughter 
was she out. Had, her daughter was out. She's not in the line. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anne, right? Yeah. Is her name Anne. Right. I think so. Anyway, who cares? But, I care yeah. so much. But anyway. Other famous people from Wales. I thought Catherine Zeta-Jones. Ooh. Oh, she's, yeah. from, she's Welsh? Yep. Yes. Okay. Richard Burton famously is. Yes. And who loved Liz and married our Liz twice. Yeah. Was a booze hound. Yeah. Had a very hairy chest at yeah. times. Yeah. And I think he's, I think they all can speak Welch, but it's like the hardest language ever. I can't even what? pronounce. I thought they were just had an accent. No, they, like, they, oh, really? they have There's a language a... and it's hard as hell because it's all consonants and no vowels and it's, you can't pronounce any of their town names. Oh yeah. Tom Jones. Tom Jones yes. is from there. Nice. Yep. What's new, Pussycat? Uh, poet Dylan Thomas. Mm. And Laura Ashley of Designer, designer. Couch and stuff like that fame. <gasps> wow. Curtains. Flowers. Who knew she was yeah. Welsh? Who would have known? Welsh. Yeah. Um, I have a friend named Will. Um, and we just call him Will of Wales. Oh. And so when I first worked at my first deodorant factory yeah. many moons ago um, and also worked at the senior living Yeah, the senior home living home where I changed the diapers. Right, where I was reading You're into reading thin air to them. To them. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I also worked part-time at a bar and so Will of Wales would come in every night to eat and have some beers because he lived in Wales but his job brought him to our town for like good god two years so he what the hell for lived in a hotel he was like an engineer oh. of some sort and yeah. so every night he came to eat because that's just what he so he lived yeah. at, i mean our it was phenomenal so he lived on channel burgers yeah. and beers and we got to be great friends and um I I'm still friends with him on Facebook now he's gone back and he has boys and whatever but he's still oh, my will of Wales yeah. I love him with his accent with his accent yeah. yes and he called everything his garage and we we're like what your carriage my garage garage your carriage is a gar- garage or a yeah get, I don't know I can barely he, understand I still don't know what he was saying but yeah he, he was from Wales he lives there now Right, and the crime happened in 2002, which we have covered, of course, but I wanted people to maybe take a moment when you're done listening or during listening and and Google the fashion of 2002, Mm -hmm. because every single item of clothes every person wore was horseshit, Mm -hmm. ugly. They had the... Like Laura Ingalls, Brittany, poor Brittany still wears them, but the frilly kind of crop tops. But then again, she doesn't even get to use her own credit cards. Or yeah, go what did you think of it? What do you think about the this poor Brittany dear? Thing? I feel bad for her. Um, I hope she can be free and live her own life. She so. deserves it. It's she really she put it on the line this time. Well, she's pissed. Probably she's been saying she, everything's fine. Well, because forever. she wants to be able to like have money to buy food for her kids i don't know god poor she thing. barely gets to see him it's really bad um in 2002 the number one song unfortunately was nickelback oh geez see this is how you remind me of what i really am this is how 
you remind me. Yeah. Remember that song? Of course. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Nelly. Yeah. Well. It's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. Nope. I'm going to pass on that. Sir. And <laughs> I like I'm to keep passing. my clothes on. Yep. And then Ja Rule. Yeah. Had two songs in the top 20. Good that Lord. Year. I don't even know any of them. Um, a lot of these songs, I don't know. Oh, remember this one? Anna, I walk a thousand miles if I could just see you tonight. Wasn't that from Twilight? Remember when she was in the back of the car and she's playing the piano, Vanessa Carlton? And Hero, I can be your hero, baby. Yeah, that's Iglesias. Iglesias. Yes. That was what we were listening to. What wearing I our hideously ugly clothes. Hideously ugly. I apologize. Low, low, low rise jeans where your Oh, those are so are bad out. for the gunt. Oh, terrible. Falling over. Well, you couldn't if you were you couldn't wear them if you weren't a size zero. No, and my I would always my I would bend over. Well, yeah, and your right? butthole shows. My butt crack, yeah. I mean, terrible. My, anytime my butthole woman? blew out of my butthole, yeah. it just went out the top of my jeans. Of it didn't even have to go through. Um, and what the hell? Nutbar always tells me that I have an unusually high butt crack. <laughs> so, so this period of time was not good for well, me. Well, the Kardashians, have you ever looked at their butt crack? Mm-hmm. It goes from the middle of the back to the yeah. knee. Apparently, that's what mine does, but I don't have... Yours is the middle of the back to the knee? Apparently... Does it take you like 20 minutes to wipe? Because <laughs> you're going from knee to back? Neck? <laughs> As Chris Pratt would say, it's like I'm wiping a marker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was gross. <laughs> oh. oh shit yeah uh, yeah so the oh, 2000 early yeah, 2000s were not good forget that time not good for me or for caron no our people here are chris spelled normally and karen spelled k-a-r-o-n Abnormally. but maybe that's a wales thing but then their last name is pew <laughs> And Pew is a terrible last name, Mr. Do you think, Pew. Do you think, hey, you, Pew. What's Mr. Pew? Oh, that's an Annie. Mr. Pew? Yes, he's one of the servants in the... Oh, yeah, he is a Pew. Uh-huh. Pew is a servant, Mr. Pew. With Mr. Pew. Um, yeah. Anyway, also, isn't there Florence Pew, the actress? Yes, I think so. What if she's yeah. related to She is Chris a Pew, Pugh. isn't she? And she's a good uh-huh. actress. She's from... Across She's British or something. I don't know. Yeah. Foreign of some sort. In 1981, Carol, mm-hmm. Karen Klee, who is a nurse, mm-hmm. very smart. And a single mother. Single mother to Deanne, little, her little girl, mm-hmm. meets Chris Pugh, who is a house contractor. But in the reenactments, all he does is just paint houses. Painting. <laughs> so is he a house painter? I don't know. But it says house contractor. And the reenactment Chris, who I learned, it looks a lot like the real Chris, mm-hmm. looks like a burnt out art teacher that likes to touch kids. <laughs> 
He looks like a ch- molester. He was always in his white contract. Yeah, painting. with red paint again. All it was over like, why is face? he painting and not like building? Or yeah. why is he working? He doesn't make contractor. Bo- I don't know. He's like painting window boxes. They met at a local pub in Barrie, Wales, mm-hmm. which is right along the coast, Beautiful. right next to Cardiff. It seems. Southern, southern, southern end of Wales, right along the ocean. Chris really takes to the little girl, Deanne. They start dating. He seems like he is going to be kind of a good partner because he really seems to like Karen. He likes her child. Again, in the reenactment, they show them running around a playground. And Karen is wearing the most ill-fitting pencil skirt and then a top that is like a button down short sleeve with stripes vertical stripes and mm-hmm. she looks like an asshole clown and she's <laughs> running around chris is wearing the most ill-fitting outfits again fatal vows your wardrobe department is piss poor the the reenactments through the whole thing were foolish wow. i mean we're absolutely yeah. cool they hired buffoonery yeah i i can't even so these two buttholes are running around this playground chasing this girl and they're dressed like clowns Mm -hmm. but it's supposed to be the 80s i guess yeah we see karen's aunt right away the real one her name is lorraine i liked her a lot and we see Mm -hmm. karen's mother kathleen so we have lorraine and kathleen who are kind of telling their end of the story about karen and i like them both a lot and they're just they've been through tough times good god kathleen the mother says she was just happy no this was lorraine the aunt said she was just happy karen had found a husband (laughs) (laughs) i feel like sometimes there are family members who like oh good god she just at least she's found she's found a mate (laughs) there were there was some some fucked up family stuff going on here massive Um, and it was hard. They interviewed so many people yeah. from her family that I kept getting confused. It was confusing. It took like the first 20 minutes. I was like, who are you again? The aunt, the sister, right. the mom, the, but then toward the end, you kind of figure it out. Yeah. But right away they introduced us to so Very many, many yeah. real life people. Mm-hmm. Right. They say that it just at two months after meeting Karen marries Chris. Yes. That's very quick. I feel like. Sure is. You know, sometimes you can have a whirlwind romance and marry right away. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's every case that we have where they marry right away. It's because the husband's a sociopath and he wants you to marry him. So he's got Mm -hmm. you before you figure out he's a fucking psycho. Correct. And And it turns out that would have been the case. Yeah. Mm hmm. They really need, you know, you to them to get their claws mm-hmm. in you before you figure right. out that they're pieces of shit. Right. What Fatal Vows does too is it always puts the reenactors in front of this wallflower pa- wallpaper yeah. every episode. And so they show them like getting married and she is in the dress that they put this reenactment Karen in is the hat is like There's a, a foolish fisherman's hat mm-hmm. that's white. Mm-hmm. Like a Gilligan hat. <laughs> And then they like hot glued some lace to it. Yeah. Hideous. And then she's wearing the frumpiest piece of shit wedding dress that Mm -hmm. maybe a 900 year old would wear. Mm -hmm. 
I, I thought weird and it was wrinkled as shit. I'm like, at least just try to make Karen look normally. And then they kind of parade in front of a backdrop. Right. And looking do, yeah, like weird stuff. If they're supposed to be happy during this part of the episode, then they look happy. Then they do a side eyed, you know, it, right. If they're, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to explain. But And she has the messiest. I, I don't, couldn't tell if it was a shit wig or her own shit hair. I think it was a the actress's hair but she had a lot of it and then they just put it on the side ponytail the and side. looked like yep. she had some it issues was very miskept oh just foul Un- unkempt yeah unkempt karen's parents of course have their worries karen's marrying this who knows what guy right away you know the mom though was kind of a good mom because she's like you know she's an adult she's got to make her own decisions uh, I can't, she says, I can't pick a husband for you. You know, you, you got to do your, you know. And she said he was handsome and had a nice body. Yeah. But <laughs> so she was going to be okay. Yeah. He, he looks like he's got a big wang. So, you know, it's um, okay. He no. was neither of those. He Absolutely not. Of those things. When you say handsome, he was a handsome woman, maybe. Do you think in Wales they have a different... They might have a different uh, gauge gauge of, of handsome, handsome, maybe. But Richard Burton is was handsomeish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, but this man Chris was not. Chris Pugh was not. Chris no. Pugh looked like a Pugh piece of Pugh, shit. Yeah, that touched kids. Maybe. I mean, he looked like he did. Don't. But he didn't. He did not. Because he's still alive. Oh, he's still alive. Well, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> If you're listening, Chris Pugh, go fuck yourself. Uh, what if I if I picked a husband for Rachel, it would be a 900-year-old doctor with a foot in the grave. Yeah. Who would just Rich. write her into his will yeah. right away. Yeah. And then we just kind of kink off the air hose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he passed. And that's uh, it. And the wedding yep. date. Oh, shoot. Yep. He passed. <laughs> And then we see Karen's dad, who just broke my heart the whole episode. Oh, Good he was God. So cute. Oh, he was cute. His name was Peter. Peter Clee. Chris, they say, was close to his sisters. Mm-hmm. And we find out more about that fucked mm-hmm. up situation. His later. three sisters. Yeah. Nine months later from getting married, immediately pops out son Michael. Good Christ. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. The reenactment, Chris is carrying a bundle that is the size of a potato. I thought, you can't even have, do no one even have a doll in there? It's right. Like a, it's, it's this, did you give birth to Tom Thumb? <laughs> like, is Tom Thumb there? Like a, a, a thumb-sized baby? What is this? And then the reenactment, Karen, like, peeks in. Like, Ooh, it's a potato that's real. Good I God. At least put a cabbage potato. patch doll in there. Yeah. I don't know. Let the yarn hair spill out. It's better than potato. We then see the real daughter, original daughter, mm-hmm. Deanne, who has gone through some things. Oh, man. Holy shit. She's all grown up now. Yep. She talks about Karen being a very good mother. Karen was very optimistic. She was always happy. She was hardworking. You know, she's a full-time nurse. And then they, I mean, throughout the whole episode, she always had a clean house and was a great housemaker. I don't know how she worked full-time. Everyone always had, said, that, yeah. yeah, she's well-dressed. Oh, she had such a clean and tidy house. The children always looked lovely. I'm like, oh my God, mine look homeless. No. Marie just runs around the neighborhood with underwear on. Um, I am a failure. Yeah. 
I would tell Rachel all the time, like, child services is going to come. She always looked like, yeah, like a homeless wreck. It was kind of the family joke. Like, she looks like a homeless. Yeah. She's wearing her Walmart sweatsuit. Her matching matching. animals. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Child services is coming, Rachel. That's what the doorbell is. Well, at least you had, uh, like, outfits on her because Rory doesn't even wear clothes. Well, he likes to be nude. He likes to really let it hang out. He sure he d- he does. will put on a top, but he he does not like the Mm-mm. bottoms. He's nope. not about pants. Nope. And again, she is a full time nurse. I know. Think of nurses. So all day long, she's probably working eight hundred double shifts. And a, a nurse stressful job. Yes, because people are at the hospital at the worst stage of their yeah. lives. Sometimes they're in pain. They're scared. Mm-hmm. They're either got devastating news mm-hmm. or people are there devastated because they have family members there. Right. Everybody is in a state of like high alert, stress, panic, pain, and you're dealing with this all day long. And then you go home, and she has 1,900 kids. Yeah, and Chris Pugh as a husband who looks like a burnt out art teacher that. <laughs> Allegedly <laughs> takes his wing out in public and shakes it at people. Allegedly. <laughs> he looks like he does. Um, That was her. Yeah. So this poor woman. And did it with a smile on her face. On you, Karen. Yeah. She was always happy and positive. Good grief. Well, then. Yeah. Do you want to describe? <laughs> we then we get to yeah. the neighbor. Best um, friend, bestie. Best friend, bestie, and neighbor, Bridget Townsend. Yes. And this is where your scream came in, This I guess. is my scream. How did you know? Yep. I wrote, holy shit, I am dying. Yep. And that's where I wrote, I texted you too, when you get, get to the best friend. And she said, I bet she liked, she liked him. Chris was good to her and for some time, but also really psycho. And I didn't know what to think. Yep. She had a voice like Harvey Firestein. And then, better. yeah. But even better. Yep. She had the Harvey Firestein voice. <laughs> On top of this. And then she had a she full had a Wilford Brimley mustache. Mustache. This mustache was from nostril to upper lip. It was not a dusting. It was not something you just wax women having. You just wax it because sometimes you see your mustache in the sunlight. This mustache was a full-grown man's mustache. This was a Grizzly Adams mustache. She could have been in the double mustache wedding. Yes. It could have been a triple She trained mustache. bears. <laughs> With this mustache. She went and rolled logs with mountain men in this mustache. Lumberjacks bowed down to her in this mustache. And then I went to bingo one night a week. Yes. She went to bingo with Karen. She played bingo and then she would keep her chips in the mustache. (laughs) And when they would call... B-27, she pulled she a chip down, out and put it down. And put it down. And they would come up and say, sir, do you want another, <laughs> uh, what do they drink, Guinness? Just a Guinness, yeah, pint. And she would go, yes. <laughs> and then on top of it, her teeth were black. Yes. I was going to say the other chips were black. The other <laughs> Chips were in between the spaces yes. of her teeth. She had for black bingo. teeth. 
So she looked like when all those horror movies, when they smile and like the black goo comes out of their yeah. mouth, she has been either eating black licorice her whole life or drinking red like wine. Oh, it makes squid. Squid ink. Ink. Her uh, teeth were black. Her mustache was black. Was black, <laughs> full on mustache. If you are going on a TV show, at least, at least bleach it so you can have a blonde, you know, a nice a blonde, blonde furry. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Jeremiah Jones. Not uh, he played. What's his name? Robert Redford, who played Sundance Kid and whatever. Yeah, he had a nice little blonde mustache. Robert Redford. Yeah. Had a blonde mustache? Yeah. She could have a Robert Redford mustache and not a yeah. Grizzly Adams. Yeah. I mean, she was dark. She had dark yeah. hair. So her mustache and her oh. teeth matched. Everything matched. I mean, she did match. And her voice was dark. Yeah. yeah. Like the devil. Right. It was a. But she was a bright light. But I liked her. In this. <laughs> I liked her. I would hang out with her and I'd have a drink with her any day. You bet your yeah. ass we would. Because you know she's fun and she's yep. good at darts. Because she's good at yeah. darts and she plays bingo once yep. a week with Karen. And she knew Chris was a fucking yep. loser minute one. He seemed nice to her, but then he wasn't very yep. controlling. Yeah. Family mm-hmm. is noticing that Chris is turning into a fucking psycho. <laughs> Um, and Mustache Warrior, mm-hmm. she saw it. She was really one of the first ones to see it, Bridget. So the family's noticing now. Now, not only with his good body and his Welsh form of handsomeness, which to the rest of the world is called monstrously ugly. <laughs> um, sorry, you from Wales. You knew Will, it was uh, yeah. Will, Will from you knew Wales, it was he ugly. is not monstrously ugly at all. So no, he, Will is good looking. I'm Will, sure. my friend. I'm gonna have to message him and tell him, listen to this week's podcast. Yeah. He'll be, I'm sure, so thrilled. Right. <laughs> Karen's friends and family start noticing Chris is doing weird things. First of all, he's constantly watching karen when is she going where is she leaving how is she coming home when is she going she would go to bingo with her friends with mustache once a week and see her friends yeah and they thought chris was such a freaking hero for staying home and watching their kids no you are men are not a hero for big babysitting no. their children no, one night a week so the, their wife or their husband or whoever you have children with can go out for one night and have a time with their friends you are not a hero that is you doing your responsibility and you should let your partner go out and at least get away from you and your children once a week if men go out they don't say my wife's at home babysitting no and but why do we say men are babies? Right. That's bullshit. It's parenting. And we're supposed to give them a Nobel Peace Prize for watching yeah. their children for one hour a we're week. We're parenting. Oh. I just want to show you my friend Will so that you know he's far from hideous. Look oh, at that handsome cute. gent. Oh. He has all of his hair and his teeth are very straight. Oh, he is and cute. he has... He, yeah. And he's very smart and he is having adventures in Wales. So thanks, Will. I hope you don't run into... I hope in- he has adventures. I hope you don't run into Chris P. No. He would go through her purse. Jamie would never go through my purse because it would just be a filth, filth of dirty Kleenex. Oh my God, Phil filth. would go through mine to find money. 
Yeah. As if I would ever have any, but... He would go through her coat pockets to see where she's been. What the hell? He would question her all the time. Where did you go? Who did you see? What were you doing? What? Where were you going? Please. Oh, who cares? It's so exhausting. I know. The friends and family said he was very Jekyll and Hyde. He would kind of be normal and then be a complete fucking psycho. So boring, right? Because we never do anything. Yeah, I never go anywhere. What do you want to know? I went to the couch to the to have my diarrhea in the bathroom and then went and got a drink of water oh i found 900 bobby pins in the dryer yeah. so i put them in my pocket okay yeah Sorry that's what i did the last that. 20 minutes yeah you know karen just says to her family yeah i know he's kind of weird but i just i do whatever to keep him happy i just do what he wants just trying to you know keep everybody mm-hmm. happy whatever Bridget then says she has a very unsettling encounter with Chris. She says that the little kids, so Bridget, yeah. like Deanna came over or Deanne and said, um, is my mom at your house? And Bridget answered the door and was like, no, she's not here. And then she looks across the street and there's Chris hiding behind a van spying on her. And his head just popped up and she was like, what the fuck? Yes. Like, he's just hiding behind a van seeing if his wife is at her house and sends his little girl up there to ask, is my mom here? And she was like, no. No. She's like, "Uh, no. Yeah. And said, that's kind of weird. Oh, my God. But then we find out about Chris's actual family. All of his sisters that are so doting on them. Well, one of those sisters is his own mother. Mm Mm-hmm. He was told that his sister is his mother and his grandparents were his parents. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Jack Nicholson was. And um, what's his name? Charles Manson, right? Oh, I didn't know that about Charles Manson. That, so. But I was going to say... That fucks this, you up, I would say. This has happened. Yeah. I mean, I've, I know that I've read about it a lot. Well, because people were so ashamed of teenage pregnancy. Of course. And you had to go away to and like you had to go away French to school visit and you came your back grandma. With a baby. Yeah. yeah, like oh, I'm going to visit my grandma. That happens in the Outsiders, right? Sandy yeah. has to go away because she women goes to Florida. Just God, it all sucks. They've treated women shittedly mm-hmm. for so long. Yeah, uh, uh, that you would have to pretend your own child is your parents' child. Can you believe it? Oh. God. How anyway, scarring that is for yeah, it's trauma everybody traumatizing. For everybody he found out when he was sixteen, yep. which clearly fucked up his entire perception of reality. I mean, he mm-hmm. just was a his controlling mm-hmm. issues, which in fatal valves they have to like psychologists try to mm-hmm. explain what the hell is going on. Um, they just said his controlling issues maybe came from him, you know, not being able to trust even his own parents and his family because they lied to him his whole life and he doesn't know what's real or whatever. He becomes very suspicious of Karen. In fact, at one point he thinks she's having an affair with a neighbor when she was probably just asking him what kind of fertilizer he uses for the grass. And he goes ape shit and starts beating her up. So he beats the shit out of Karen because he thinks he's, she's having an affair Right. The neighbor. The neighbor. Karen's aunt Lorraine gets super pissed. She comes right over. She sees Karen all bruised up. She starts yelling for Chris, but Chris is hiding, I guess, or hiding from her or not home. And so she yells (laughs) out in the house that, you know, when she sees him again, she's going to, you know, break his arms or something like that. She's a good aunt or whatever. 
Then Chris leaves like a bitch, goes to his house where his sisters, one is his right. mother. One is the mom. And then the reenactment, they had these three ladies. Two and were then, young so- and one was 110. Yes. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and they were like, and all of his sisters came over. Now, she... Okay, so those sisters, one was his mom, and the other two were really his aunts. Well, they were right? actual. Yeah. Because they, they were, were his really, aunts. Yeah, None of them were his, his sisters. Because yes. that's what the rain said. His mommy and his aunties came over, yes. and we knew him as his sisters. His sisters. Yeah, she yes. threw in that dig. Yes, yeah. So they, th- these three bitches come over and start yelling at Karen. Oh my God. Because Chris is saying she's having mm-hmm. an affair. She's clearly bruised. Chris has beaten her up. They say nothing about that. They're screaming at Karen for having this affair, being total dicks, believing Chris. Karen's like, what the hell are you talking about? Lorraine is there threatening to break everyone's arms. Right. And it's a just shit show. So that is what they were dealing with. Chris, Karen's parents then go to see Chris. This is where Karen's mom says to Chris, you're going to hit her once too often. No, but you really shouldn't say that ever to your child's spouse. No. You if should, you have to say that at all, yeah. you should say, I'm calling the police right. now. I'm calling the and police. You're I'm never taking my child. I'm taking my grandchild. And if you do it, if you ever did it again, I'm going to kill you. You're, ne- you're not even going to get the chance say, to. But then she does say, Chris goes, what do you mean by that? And then the mom says, because I'm going to kill you. <laughs> So there was um, her family was badass. They were badasses, and I wish they would have gone through <laughs> I know, with it. But, but they, they were didn't. all taught. But they I were know. normal, you know. Yeah, they're normal they were people. Like, we're gonna fucking kill you. Karen's friends, her families are begging Karen to leave Chris. He's a fucking lunatic. He beats her up. He has all these trust issues. He's nagging her constantly about where have you been. There's money issues. Karen's working full time as a nurse. He's right. a, I don't know, fucking house painter. Who knows? Then these then she has two more no. kids with no. this asshole. In 1984, she had Louise, and in 1986, she had Samantha, so now they have four fucking kids. Four kids. She now says she can't leave. Even though he's been beating her, and he's a total, she can't even walk down her house without him questioning, what are you doing? Where are you going? That's enough now. I lived through in one of my marriages, the where have you been? Where are you going? Every minute of your time has to be accounted for. It's not at all a way to live but like the psychologist says that becomes your normal so you start thinking that's normal and no big deal and to everybody else it's like god that's not normal right you know oh it's hard it's a hard spot to be in when you have kids yes karen and chris would still go on vacation and they said chris would act all normal on vacation well but at home he's a total dick so who cares where are you more at home or on vacation no kidding Chris ends up actually breaking Karen's arm. Mm. This is where Lorraine, auntie, and mom go over. Lorraine actually brings a fucking piece of wood. A big fucking two by four. four, Yeah. Like the rock in his walking tall movie. (laughs) She becomes the rock, breaks into this house and says, when I see you, two broken legs, two two broken legs and she's wielding this two by four yes uh yes lorraine i wish 
she would have broke his fucking leg. But then he was hiding. He again. was hiding again because he's a pussy. Probably hiding behind the wherever. And this is where your heart breaks because they show Karen's oh God, real dad, dad. And he starts crying because he said he went to Karen's house and she just says, I just wanted to have a marriage like you and mom. Well, everyone wants to have a normal marriage, but men are fucked. Yeah. Also, I think our generations are so different now because yes. we my mom even says that to me like when I say oh my god fucking parenting is so hard she's like we would have never said that out loud oh never no. like and they just I mean honestly I saw my mom and dad fight one time my whole entire life and it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like... A, he didn't break her arm. No. And she didn't say, two broken legs. Yes, no. But like, now I think we just are totally different. Well, and because everybody has to work 1,900 hours yeah. just to be able to afford anything. Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. stressful. Not that... I mean, I really do think her mom and dad loved each other, right? They were, had been they married did forever, love each other. right? And so she's like, I just wanted that and I want to have a family. And I get that. I mean, I there is a definite merit in trying to keep your family together, even if your relationship with your spouse is in disarray. Yes. Yeah. I get trying to stay together for the kids. Right. And they had fucking four of them. It wasn't just like one. But then getting beaten is, yeah. is a yeah, line no, no, yeah. that you maybe yeah. don't, you don't need yeah. to live like that. Yeah, no. You don't. And even though it's hard, it's you, so hard. life is too yeah. short to just to live like that. Yeah. Karen decides that she is just going to kick it and hit it and take a solo <laughs> vacation to Spain. Which take that money and get an apartment and take yes. your kids and yes, leave them. And don't go to Spain. But she How goes far to Spain, Spain for a week. from Wales. Is it know. close? Well, no, you got to travel Wales all through and Spain. to France, and I don't know. It's to the side. Wales to Spain. She comes back. Yeah, you look it up, I'm and she look it up. looks super happy and relaxed. And everybody's like, "Wow, you must have had a great Spain trip." And she is just yes. Well, turns out Karen had met John. In Spain. John is a 51-year-old gardener, and he is also from Wales. He is from Cardiff, which is a short, very short distance from her town, Barry, on the coast of Wales. Okay. They meet in Spain and have start an affair pretty quickly after that. Karen tells her mom and her auntie about John. She says she's very happy. Um, the thing is, John is also married. So they're both married. John, of course, is saying, you know, that his marriage is not very good and he wants to leave her. And Karen's, of course, saying her marriage is not very good, but they're still both married. Karen is, you know, too scared to leave Chris because he's a psycho. Who knows what John's deal is? So why was John alone on a vacation to Spain? And then who knows if he was alone? He might have had his whole fucking family there and just was out. Who knows? And then she... So, yeah, you're right. You have to go over France to yeah. get to Spain and then Portugal's on the coast. So they were both there alone. I, I can't Maybe imagine. Maybe he had a business, something. I can't imagine going anywhere on my own. I mean, it sounds wonderful, but like when I go to Target by myself, that's like a treat. Yeah, I know. Target alone is a they, treat. That's she all went can to, through another country to get to another country. I can't believe it. Yeah. We don't get to do that. No. 
A few months later, Karen finally comes to terms. She decides she's going to leave that asshole Chris. Three of her, her first three children are now adults. They're living yes. on their own. She has her youngest, Samantha, who's 15. Karen says to her mom, can I come live with you? Her mom says, sure. She's like, I'm going to leave Chris. She says, what about Samantha? She says, fuck her. I'm going to leave her with Chris. Pretty much. <laughs> she leaves, <laughs> That part was weird. Yeah. She leaves Samantha with Chris, packs her own shit, and gets out. Yeah. And I wrote, what? Yeah, you know he is a violent asshole, and you're leaving your little girl there. I don't know. I don't oh, know either. But maybe he was good to the children. I don't know. Um, and it became weirder. Then it becomes weirder. Chris didn't seem to understand that she had moved out and was trying to move on. He would constantly come over to her mom's, bringing her gifts like chocolate. <laughs> I would like my husband to bring me chocolate. No. Um, no, thanks. I need. But then if he brought booze. me chocolate, he would assume that I'd get to take his weighing out of yeah. his pants. No, I don't even like chocolate. If, I like chocolate. If Phil brought me chocolate, I'd be like, oh, you don't know me, me at all. Phil would bring you Prosecco and his weighing out Except of his pants. he frowns upon my alcohol use. So what would he bring me? Um... He would bring you your own set of lady golf clubs. Yes. And he'd be like, come on, honey. And I'll be like, you know, I hate this too. Yeah. Um, he would bring you maybe a books. No. He would bring you. Weights. He would bring you exercise equipment. Yeah. And I'll yeah. say again. No. Nope. No. Nope. He might bring you um, chicken. So that I could make it for him. Yeah. 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 Mm. I don't know. This just got real dark. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's real bad. <laughs> Chris, is, Chris is convinced they're going to get back together because he's a crazy asshole yep. with a poop brain. Um, <laughs> he's a fucking loser and he sucks. Yep. He tells little Samantha, who's left with her crazy dad and her mom is pretty much hit it and kick it and left her there, um, that they're getting back together. So Poor Samantha. Samantha is super happy because, of course, when you're 15, you want your parents yeah. to be together. It's devastating, you know, when your parents divorced mm -hmm. and you're kind of nervous and, you know, you don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So she goes to her older sister's house, Deanne, and says, Mom and Dad are getting back together. Dad says they're dating and they're getting back together. And the older sister, Deanne, had a boyfriend over and he went, <laughs> you dumbass yeah no way your mom has a boyfriend dick and samantha of course gets so sad that mom is dating a boyfriend she goes home and tells, tells her daddy dad. that mom has a new boyfriend and this really is the domino this is what that set falls it off. Yep. that sets off the whole fucking domino chain right something of death when he heard that snapped and what about Chris, that metaphor yo yep. woo Chris's already crazy poop brain turns into a diarrhea shit brain mm -hmm. of a toxic Avenger yes. shit brain. Yep. He starts stalking her, like literally peeping in her window at her mom's house to where it becomes such an uh, occurrence, a regular occurrence. Karen just yells, mommy's peeping again. And the mom says, close the blinds. Yeah. Well, pull the curtain. Yeah. Pull the curtain. What the fuck? I wrote, how about call the fucking police? Yes. Mom is peeping again. Like you turn over and there's your ex-husband's face. Peeping in your window. Looking at you. Um, Pull the curtain. Uh, hi. No. Call the police. What the or fuck? 
go out and say two broken legs. <laughs> two. Two broken legs. Oh, Kick him in the balls. Two broken legs. Put a bear trap under that window so when he walks in to peep in your window, it puts his leg in the bear trap. Have mustache. Jeremiah yes. Johnson yeah. come with her mustache, mustache and grizzly bear. Yeah, and, and set the up a bear trap. Yeah. Oh no, they just say pull the curtain. Mm-mm. Nope. Deanne witnesses Chris one day pacing back and forth again in front of Grandma's house, and she says, "What in the hell?" In Manan's garden. Are you doing? Yeah, he was in Manan's garden, going back and forth in with Nan's his garden. gun. And yeah, she says, "What are you doing?" And he says. Pulls out a gun and says, mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot John. Well, um, she says, you're going to go to prison, you fucking dick. What about your kids? And he said, fuck you, kids. Fuck you, kids. You I know, just want your yeah. mother back. Yeah. I do appreciate the fuck you, kids. <laughs> but I, I don't care for the gun. That no. broke my little heart. I know. Kids. Fuck you, kids. Fuck you, kids. Deanne warns, of course, her mother and says, uh, dad's a fucking lunatic. He has a gun. He's going to kill John. She brushes it off pretty much. But then her mom goes to the cops. They find Now we find out that Karen this whole time, this whole time, has been going back to her old house where Chris lives and Samantha lives. And having booty calls with Chris this entire time. She's going multiple times a week, going there, um, sleeping over, uh, being with him. Maybe that's why he thought they were getting back together. Maybe. Because he's crazy, you know. And and apparently so is she. Yes. So she had been going back again and again and again. And Karen's friend, Mustache, said... I think she was in the wrong there. She was leading him on. And Chris then, of course, was getting the idea they were getting back together because she would go over there and they would make out and do things. And she would be there for a day right. and be with him. Uh, you know, and then at the same time, she was saying her relationship with John is getting more and more serious. And that's so fucking weird. Then we get to a fateful day, June 22nd, 2002. Karen goes to Cardiff to go visit John. They both have decided, I guess, they're going to get divorced and be together. She tells her mom that she's going to be back for dinner. She says she's not going to be late, but dinner time comes, no Karen. After dinner comes, no Karen. Mm. Mom says that Karen just, she's like, she went boozing with her friends and forgot now, to call. What if I told you I wasn't going to be late? I, I well, I already know to add forty five minutes and right. then like another forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. So if you yeah. weren't there in an hour and a half, then, then I would you'd maybe be, worried. be worried. Okay, but okay. I usually add an hour okay. and a half. Okay. Yeah. So after that time. Okay. And your friend Kelly also agreed that you add forty five minutes. Oh, another forty five yes. minutes. Yep. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're on time. Yeah. As Nutbar would agree to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, she Nutbar tells me a half an hour earlier. Yes. But then she so doesn't know there. to do 45 minutes and then another 45 minutes. And then another minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. But yep. sometimes I actually come close to that time and then she says, wow. Yeah, I mean, you're like here. One, yeah. Twice that happened. Right. 
So you have a time I don't care, and I have a terrible time anxiety mm-hmm. where if I'm mm-hmm. one minute early, I'm late. I know. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I don't know. I try I mean, to think that way, but it my brain just doesn't. Yeah, and I try to think the opposite and be normal, and my brain doesn't. Mm. I don't know. We both match, though. One of us will be there. Yeah, one of yeah. us will. Yeah. Um. Chris, meanwhile, is calling at the parents' house. Is Karen there? And they're like, no, fuck you. And then he calls again. Is Karen there? No, fuck off. Yeah. Is Karen there? No, fuck off. He's calling the whole night. Finally, the dad is like, stop calling. She's not here, Dick. Yeah. Karen, the next morning, is still not home. And her parents know this is weird. She wouldn't do this. Her sister, Pauline, that we see, who's cute. Pauline was she's cute. She's very yeah, pretty. I like yes. Pauline, yep. too. She just was devastated in all this, oh, too. Oh, she cried. Yeah. She gets a weird-ass call from a woman named Mo. <laughs> a woman named Mo. Okay, so Mo <laughs> is related this. somehow. I don't know how, like, it's complicated. So I think Mo is Deanne's husband's mother. Mother. So Chris's daughter married and that's the husband's mother is mo so he went for some reason to his daughter's mother-in-law mother-in-law which i guess sometimes in-laws hang out like that parents of in-laws but normally i don't know yeah i guess they would your family who knows but you don't you don't do this what he did i mean yeah they just started drinking heavily together Boozing to doing a booze hound parade, boozing, 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 and Chris all of a sudden tells Mo he killed Karen, and so Mo is freaked out and kind of keeps him talking. This was like at four in the morning, yeah. So they had been drinking literally the whole day, all night. Yeah. yeah, it was like ten, eleven, twelve, one till the morning, three, four. They're still fucking downing whiskey. Well, these are, I think and the British and UK people think have a more tolerance. They have more tolerance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they do. Then Americans. Yeah, yeah. Americans are just dumb. We're dumb. Yeah. And we're lazy. Yeah. And we're entitled and arrogant. Well, my friend texted Emily, asked, she was like, I'm back in town at seven o'clock. What should we do? And I was like, seven? That's too late. Oh, yeah. I'm already ready to go to no, bed. No, and I feel like the French go to dinner at 9.30 yeah, p.m. I was and ready to hit nine. the hay. Yeah, I know. Mm. We just are different. So I guess at yeah. four in the morning, he was finally hammered yeah. enough to he went home. confess. So Mo was freaked out, calls Karen's sister Pauline and says, Chris was here So drunk, this happened. Yeah. And he told me he killed Karen. Mm-hmm. Pauline runs to Karen's house and tries to open the door with her key at the same time mo cleverly thankfully calls the police right when chris leaves mm-hmm. so the police arrive right after her the police tell pauline to stay outside which she yes. said she's forever grateful she did yeah the police go in and they find that they find karen's body and then karen's dad shows up as well right and so pauline and her dad are hysterically crying outside the house the police say it's a crime scene she's dead inside mm-hmm. Karen's dad has to tell Karen's mom the horrible news and she's devastated, doesn't believe it. All of the family kind of gathers at Karen's mom's house waiting to hear word from the police. And meanwhile, the police go to the crime scene and take a look around. Also, at this point, no one knows where Chris is. He's left Mo's house. And he's wandering the streets Mm -hmm. of Barry, Wales. Right. What 
I what confused me about this episode um, is that did you notice the bathroom reenactment was covered in tarps yeah. and sheets and they never explained that. Did Chris's house have the bathroom covered with sheets and tarps? Was he premeditating killing her in the bathroom well, and put sheets and tarps? Or were they in actually someone's real bathroom and didn't want the fake blood to get all over and just randomly the TV crew left up sheets and tarps? They never explained what the sheets and tarps were. The um, ba- the, I don't get it. Well, I mean, we learn later about the premeditation but not to the point where but they didn't tarps were laid out. About tarps. Nobody said anything. So no. the whole no. bathroom is covered with white sheets no. and tarps. And Karen no. never says why. Right. What is this? I don't know. What they what happened according to Chris? Now we know Chris is missing in town. But what happened that night is that Karen comes back from Cardiff from seeing John. So it's probably around five p.m. Chris somehow runs into her in the street. Yeah, which makes he's me like think walking around in town. He's fucking stalking. stalking. He's stalking yeah. her. He followed her. He knows yep. what she did. He convinces Karen to come over to his house, maybe for like a which beer. used to be her house, right? Yes. So she goes. She went over. Home. They feel just yep. because whatever you know, she's going to go over quick and do whatever. She gets a text from John on her phone. And it says, missing you already, Jay. Karen just puts her phone down, goes to take a deuce, I don't know, in the bathroom, a diarrhea, whatever, goes to the bathroom. Chris looks at her phone because he's a huge dick. Mm -hmm. And he reads the text that says, missing you already, Jay. I feel like he was already stalking her and he knew. I mean, he knew she had the boyfriend. I feel he knew she was seeing him. He knew. Chris turns insane mm-hmm. he f- goes up to the bathroom finds her now with the reenact again the reenactment the whole bathroom is covered in white sheets over the tub there's tarps taped to the wall it's taped to the mirror taped to the sink white sheets on the floor it was weird <laughs> they never explained it they just the crew didn't want to pick up after the I, reenactment I like, yeah yeah if like, that was in real really life and to. that shows premeditation yeah. or if that's just the TV saying we don't want to get the fake blood. We're all too over the lazy. Floor. I yeah. don't know. Chris takes a towel in his rage, screaming at Karen and starts strangling her. Mm-hmm. That doesn't quite work. He pushes her into the she falls into the tub or something. Yeah. He has a hammer. I don't know how you would have a hammer. So unless he, he was remodeling yeah, his bathroom or something. No, they said he had gone up there with a hammer already. So, so like, he picked he up and he there. knew what he was yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hits her in the head with a hammer so many times and so hard that he fucking breaks the hammer mm-hmm. in half. He goes and gets another hammer. He did. Returns to the bathroom and beats her skull in. Uh, okay you know you know what you're doing you are aware that you're walking down steps you're aware that you broke a hammer you're aware that you're getting another hammer you know what you're doing yes did i just burp i think so. in yeah that's okay this episode. nobody cares i apologize yeah. at a very dramatic at a moment d- you burp <laughs> someone has just passed and you just burp and fart after f- yeah 14 um, I've had 14 pounds beers. to the head. Yeah. 
how many pounds I wrote it down. 16, 16 blows. 16 yep. with a hammer. 16 blows. After being strangled. Your mm-hmm. husband's strangling you. And then he leaves. And then takes her phone and texts John. Yes. And says, meeting Karen in Cardiff was the worst thing you ever did. So yep. he knew that too. Oh, yeah. Because he's following her. So then here's the thing. Now, just think about this. And what you know about John, because John's going to turn into a huge motherfucking asshole in oh, yeah. 2. John, 2 seconds. I want, I want to find John, too, and so beat the shit John out of his balls. John has texted her, missing you already, yeah. Jay. Yeah. And then he gets this text that says, that's the worst thing you've ever done. Okay. Let's just remember this. Yep. About John. John deserves to have his balls chewed off by piranha yeah. as well. Yep. Yes, he dip sure those does. balls in an infested river in the Amazon or Amazon River. Itself, also, I, guess. I hope it has a lot of pollution and poop and bacteria, bacteria, and those bugs that go there. up the penis yes. and then expand and just shred. It. I hope all of yep. those disgusting things are in the river that he's in when this happens to him. Yeah. Okay. Chris, they so. said Chris cleaned up the crime scene, but clearly not because the body was there and blood was splattered all right. over. Right. So I don't understand what that meant. He tried to clean off the hammer. I don't know what the fuck. Something. He buys a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. He starts roaming the streets. Yep. They figure he killed Karen at about 5.30 p.m. He started pretending to look for her in Mm -hmm. the streets, pretending to ask, you know, where she was Mm -hmm. by calling her parents. And then he goes to Moe's house. Still at 10.30, he was still calling. He goes to Moe's house. He went to the bingo. He went to bingo looking for her. Where's where's Karen? Karen? Well, you just beat her head in the fucking door. fucking just murdered her. Oh, Jesus H., Police spend all day looking for Chris, who again is just wandering. And at 3.30 p.m. the next day, Chris just walks into the police station saying he thinks he committed a crime, but he doesn't remember it. Just like the new Conjuring where the guy is wandering around because the devil went inside of him and he doesn't remember killing somebody. Someone actually used that as a defense. Oh, Chris. So the family has to ID Karen in mm-hmm. that state, and they wrapped her head. Thankfully, they wrapped just like the that one Mexican, the husband. Yeah, where he took her to Mexico. She had a yeah butter knife in her skull. Yes. Oh Jesus! And the kids saw her. Yeah, though. yeah, they did. They ID Karen. Um, the kids are devastated because her kids ID'd her. Her mm-hmm. kids saw her. Michael, her oldest son, leaves, and they said Chris just called him up like hey what's what's happening did you go to the store today yeah did you go to target and did you see their new swimsuits for the fatties because i i bought a few of them they're super cute (gasps) actually go to target their swimsuits are for women like real women size swimsuits are actually really cute i did i bought two even though they're target they're just cute little no i have a target so i love it but they're like normal women size i did too you bought new things i did but chris is just saying like how's how's it hanging yeah and michael is horrified like i just saw my mom and you murdered her you just murdered my mom and i had to go id her Mm -hmm. in the morgue and i'm completely traumatized and devastated and you're a fucking psycho yeah chris is charged with murder two days later uh deanne goes to visit him in jail hoping that he'll say you know i'm sorry i don't know what happened i mean this is i'm sorry all that stuff of course he acts like again nothing happened 
uh, no big thing. She leaves just completely. Deanne said that he said several times, well, when the day I killed your mother, I did this. And when right. I killed your mother, I did this. Like he was just saying, he kept saying that like it was just something you did every day. Well, right. when I killed your mother, I then I went down to right. see Mo. When I killed those old people, yeah. you know, when I helped him cross the street. Nope. I pushed him in front of cars. But well, then I, I went that, and got yeah. a steak and yeah. grilled it up on my uh, yeah. Weber that's and then I called your 20 brother. years old. Oh. 11 months later, so Chris is in jail this entire time. His trial begins. It's obviously to his parents and anyone with a brain, anyone with a brain, even some Americans, and I know we don't have a brain anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's premeditated. Sometimes. Yeah. Premeditated. Yeah. Because, or he had planned it. He knew what he was doing because he actually went and got another he, hammer. He walked up with a weapon and got another weapon mid-kill. When the weapon broke. Yes. Yes. But for some reason in Wales, I don't know if it's Wales only, or if this is a fucked UK thing, or if this is all over or whatever, Wales has a defense called provocation law. Yeah. And it's supposed to be for domestic abuse, where the spouse that is being abused, if that abused spouse kills the abuser... Right. That's what it's for, where you just can't take enough. You're being beaten. Your your right. spouse is trying to kill you and you fight back. That's what it's for. Right. But Chris's defense decides to use it for him, saying that Karen was such a whore, it provoked him to kill her. And that's what the defense does. So they totally used the law in incorrectly. Yeah. Well, her whole family is there and her children mm-hmm. are listening to this. Mm-hmm. The law says if words or deeds deeds caused the murderer to lose control, you cannot be guilty of first degree murder. You're guilty of manslaughter. manslaughter. Um, I, 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 uh, I beg okay. to differ. Nope. I, I can't even. Mm-mm. I can't even. All right. Now, John testifies, the boyfriend, and you think the parents are like, okay, good. He's going to tell his side of the story. Mm-hmm. He's going to talk about how Karen said Chris is a fucking loser. How they'd been in love for yep. years. Yep. Karen they'd was happy with him. They were going to finally get divorced and get married. They had just seen each other. He had just texted her. I miss you yep. already. Yep. Nope. John is the king of all pussies. Mm-hmm. He testifies behind a goddamn screen. Mm-hmm. What What in the hell for you, Dick? We all know your name and can find you. You're testifying behind a screen because well, he's scared of Chris. Here's the irony, right? He's afraid yeah. that Chris is going to kill him. But then what happens to Chris is a fucking joke. Yeah. And he already, well, yeah, he already killed your girlfriend, yeah. you dick. So John pretty much says, Karen I didn't know no Karen. Oh, my God. Karen, I didn't know a Karen. I think oh there was God. a Karen who decided to chase me or said something like we were dating. He says that Karen was completely psycho mm-hmm. and made up their whole relationship in her head. Mm-hmm. And he's been a good husband to his wife this whole time. They've never had an affair. What are you talking about? Where he, Karen's parents figured he was so fucking... Uh, such a fucking pussy that he wanted mm-hmm. to stay with his wife and so lied on the stand about Karen. What an idiot! Like, he you, is a, you're, 
uh, what a piece of shit. Yep. Huge piece of shit. Huge piece. He of said shit. Karen had been hounding him for years. Karen was threatening to tell his wife. He, he had no idea what's going on. No. And he's only obviously saying this because now he's been back with his wife for the last 11 right. months because his lover got murdered. Right. And he's trying to save face. What's wrong with her? Oh, she's Chris and broken. The judge, um, has severe poop brain. Also, I want to find this judge in yeah, Wales too. if he's still alive. And I want to take his balls and put them in a vice. And I want to just pour Tabasco sauce and, and acid. acid in his eyes and stab his ball, like put sandpaper on his balls and then put like vinegar or whatever yep. stings on his balls Love and do it. that just constantly. And I want to then kick him in the balls and then I want to slap him and then I want to punch him. Because <laughs> this judge says, yep, Karen sounds like a real bitch. dumb bitch. Yep. And Karen, oh my God, yeah. you, Chris, you have been just, uh, you've had a hell of a year. That's what he said yep. to him. You've had a you've hard had a year, hard, buddy. Hard, hard, hell of a year. I feel for you. Yeah. He apologized to Chris for being in yeah. jail for a year because yep. his wife is such a goddamn whore. Yep. He had to kill her because she's such a whore. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Can you imagine her parents? Like that you're already devastated. Your soul is completely taken out of your body and shredded and thrown away. And then you hear this. I don't even know how you the judge go on. apologizing to the person who killed who your daughter to or your mom killing her. Yeah. I, I don't know how you even go on the I'm next. So minute. sorry. Chris, how do you even go pain. on the next? I don't know. Minute. He gets six years, mm -hmm. but since he's been such a good boy and his wife was such a whore. And he's already been in jail for 11 months. He just got three he only years in jail years. for taking a hammer and beating a woman's or head. Or two. Two hammers. Two hammers. Yeah. Because it was Karen's fault. Mm -hmm. If she just wasn't, you know, she was more agreeable. 16 blows to the head with two hammers is excusable. It is just manslaughter. And because she provoked him. I am so sorry. By having a boyfriend. Now, why didn't when the boyfriend said, oh, she's been stalking me, I didn't even want to be with her. How come somebody didn't say, but the thing that provoked him to kill Karen was your text when you said, I miss you already. Right. So I hope they call so them on sir, it. I don't know. Yeah. What are you talking about? You if asshole. you were really trying to get rid of her, yeah. why did you text her this? Because, because you're a dick. That's what caused her yeah. to get murdered. Right. Um, no, the whole thing was fucked. The judge, in my opinion, is the douche of the episode yep. and needs to be strung up by his balls yep. and put into the, what did we say? The river with John. Yeah, the Amazon River with their, John and with Chris. Their balls need to be tied tightly and dragged into the river with yes. the piranhas yep and then have like whatever piranhas like as a treat chocolate I peanut maybe butter they like balls put those on the balls so the piranha go right to the balls and tear them apart and then make sure that all of the weight toxic waste of the yeah. world goes right into the way in there and so then it gets gangrene and falls those two off. need to die yeah. yeah i hate them i hate them so much so then the whole ending is like, you're so depressed. You just are like, holy shit. The Chris 
Gets he out. was released in two thousand six. Yes, he gets his job back. He's still painting window boxes to this day. They hired him and he killed a person and he got his job back. And he's living with a woman who has children now. Uh, I found. What's her problem? Uh, probably. And he has a face major for radio. Yeah. He has a face for podcasting. Yeah. You put a paper like bag us. over that face, real tight. When and then you put a paper bag over the body. I think. Too. And he's a complete psycho. And he's then a murderer. Sadly, a convicted murderer. Yeah. All of the well, actually, it's just a manslaughter. A manslaughter because his wife a is a convicted manslaughter. Yeah. And then Chris's poor children, all four of them, don't know, like who to side be, to be they're on so traumatized. because it's so traumatizing. So now none of them really talk because I'm sure talking just brings up horrible memories. The this oldest is so traumatizing. one became homeless and yeah. a drug addict. Yeah, because she was so devastated. Yeah, she talks about. Going on the day of the funeral to her mom's gravesite and spending the night she there. She slept there because she's she so couldn't devastated. believe yeah. that her mom was I really guess she dead. turned it around and she's what? Plays soccer? She plays soccer now in a league that used to be for homeless people well, you know, or something. She's trying. Good for her. I don't know, but Michael Sheen was in the picture oh. with her. Oh. He like supports yeah. it. He's a cool guy. Yeah. I can't even. So this is a devastating, devastating. It was episode. a devastating episode, and I'm we're sorry. Sorry, we're really to sorry. The Clee family, but yeah, to the Clees. God damn, they. Oh, yeah. If you have a friend or a relative that gets their arm broken by their spouse, mm-hmm. go take them out. Yeah. Take them out of the house, mm-hmm. and then two broken legs to the spouse. Mm-hmm. I can't even. And never again. Yep. Well, that's our episode. I'm sure you're happy. <laughs> Get divorced. Get divorced. Get divorced. Oh, we forgot to talk about our pod fest. Oh, so yeah. if you're still what listening to this, yeah. we have a special episode coming out Friday. What we've done is Brad from um, Killing, Missing, Hidden. It is a podcast that you will love. And he is an amazing podcaster. Um, if you ha- don't subscribe to him, subscribe right now to his podcast or when you're done. As after yeah. you give us some ratings. We've had some really good ratings. Oh my gosh, you guys too. We've been so happy. But subscribe to Brad's podcast, Killin' Missin' Hidden. He put together a pod fest like he did last year we were a part of. And so he got seven, including his own, including us. So mm-hmm. then five others. Podcast, we gave a 20-minute little mini podcast and he's put it all together. Mm-hmm. So we are all going to try to broadcast it from our own podcast as well. So I think it will just automatically show up in your feed. Otherwise, you want to find all these podcasts on our Instagram and Facebook. I've kind of done you know, ads for it, who the other podcasters are, you're going to want to follow them too. And it's just like a little fun, little summer activity was the one where we couldn't say any swears, right? We could not swear. So if you want to hear us try not to swear, (laughs) um, we we were successful. It was sure hard. Yeah, it was hard. But we have a good episode for you. And the others I'm sure are. Yeah amazing i can't wait to hear it so that is july 2nd so be ready to listen um and if you can give a 
rating and review we love to see them it makes our day and we are so close to 200 ratings that would be great yes to get there the more the better yes thank you so much well we will see you next time Uh, bye bye Bye.